Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on July the 7th, 2011. For newcomers, I always suggest you help yourselves to the audios, free audios, hundreds and hundreds of them, you can find at CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com where I try and give you shortcuts to understanding this incredibly complex, massive superstructure around the world of corporations and foundations and private banks or money lenders, you might call them, uh, the ones that lend to nations. And again, they're, they're clubs, they're big clubs that they pull the, the big shots into that are going to be ruling over your lives across the whole planet. And we've been, we've been international for a long time. The United Nations was set up with that in mind to bring in a global government, uh, although they couch it under governance today, but it's still a government and we're well on our way. So help yourself to the audios and find out who's behind it, where they're taking you. It'll explain a lot. Uh, so what you've already experienced in life uh, and the media haven't told you the reasons why things happen, the big reasons will help you there and it also will show you what's to come as well because the guy, these guys tell you where they're going it's just that most folk don't want to believe that it's going to really be that, that bad and also the mainstream's job is not to really wake you up at all, it's meant to mislead you into trivia and things that politicians seem to be doing locally that kind of stuff Remember, to all those sites you see listed on the com site have transcripts in English of a lot of the talks for print-up as well. And you can go into alanwattsentinel.eu for transcripts in other languages. Remember, too, that you're in the audience that bring me to you, so you can support me by buying the books and discs I have at cuttingthroughthematrix.com. And from the U.S. to Canada, you can still use a personal check or an international postal money order from your post office, or you can use cash, send cash, or PayPal. And you'll find a donation button on the com site and what to do and so on. All you do is uh, um, send the donation and follow it up with an email with name, address, and what you want, and I'll get it out to you. And remember, straight donations are awfully welcome these days. Cross the rest of the world, same thing. You've got Western Union, MoneyGram, again, and PayPal to order using the donation button. And again, straight donations are certainly welcome. And I get an idea, too, what's happening across the world just from that alone, because people just drop off with their purchases as their currency starts to inflate, meaning uh, you get less purchasing power from it. The, everything's going up in price. Your, your money is becoming worth less and less as they're devaluing basically all kinds of currencies, which is a big plan today because eventually they still want to bring in a world currency and the United Nations was prattling on about that just the other day again about having a, having a much bigger say in global economics as it was designed to do from its very outset. So we're living through the changes. It's massive shakeups across the world, uh, cultures, everything um, have to go down the old toilet drain because they're bringing in a new culture for the world, very politically correct, 
And uh, it's interesting, too, they run all these formulas through computers to do with global warming and even to do with how humans will behave. And the RAND have been doing that for about 40 years, RAND Corporation. That's how they ran the Cold War, by feeding us its numbers through their machines to see how we'd all behave as they terrified us about of uh, imminent destruction that never ever came. So they're doing the same thing with global warming and various other things, the coming food shortages, which they, they can certainly bring on because only five corporations own the world's food supply today. And uh, it's not a pleasant future we're looking at at all. But I'd rather know what's coming rather than be oblivious and, uh, you know, a silly fool that gets hit from behind with a, a train, a locomotive. I'll be back with more after these messages. Hi folks, we're back and we're cutting through the matrix. It's a hard thing, you know, when when people can set you up for a fall and uh, we, all, we all think we're so high and mighty and clever and we're so up to date with what's really going on uh, that uh, a clever manipulator truly can just pull the rug from un- under your feet and down you go and uh, you're really, really embarrassed. Well, it's hard to tell people today who've truly been dumbed down with their education system, although they've been taught, on the other hand, to feel awfully good about themselves. All the studies say the same thing. They come out of university and now they can hardly read some of them, and yet uh, they feel so good about themselves. They really think they're the best in the world, and believe you me, that they're going to fall flat on their faces when they come up against uh, people who've studied from China, for instance, and people who take it seriously. But uh, it's hard to get through to the general public what's happening because they, they all do believe they're really on top. They've got the living countries with the most uh, news, uh, casters, uh, radio stations, television stations uh, that ever existed. And, of course, they truly believe that the media is there to do the reasoning for them. That's what Brzezinski said in his book, uh, Between Two Ages, that the public depend on the media to do their reasoning and their thinking for them. And it's interesting because, you see, the previous generations up till World War II uh, were very suspicious of the media. If you read uh, a lot of old books and so on, uh, they knew what it was all about. They knew that private corporations would always spin the news, select the news even, and omit other news to keep you, uh, uh, you know, left-wing, right-wing, whatever it happened to be at the time. So it's amazing the job they pulled across the whole world by giving, giving us sort of daddy figures that you grew up with and they never seem to die. They're always sitting in that chair after 50 facelifts because, you see, uh, that is daddy to you. I mean, he's got the nice voice. The, they look you straight in the eye, apparently, and you don't see the dummy board that he's reading and he appears to be awfully sincere and all, all the media gives awards to him, so he must be awfully good. And so they're setting you up, you see, to, to truly believe everything that comes out their mouths. And every country have, has their own Dan Rather type character. That's how it's done. And yet, you go back into 1923, and the man who designed and worked with all presidents, all bunch of presidents, one after another, a man who helped design the League of Nations and, and attended the first conference with Wilson at the age of 23, 23, who was already an expert, must have been taught since the age of five probably for this special task in life, 
uh, was Bernays, and and he said this in his own book. This is the guy who gives you the consumer society, uh, taught women to smoke and drink beer and behave uh, rather raunchily, we shall say. Um, he said, invisible power is now in control of every aspect of American life. Democracy is only a front for skillful wire-pulling. Tricks the new sciences of mental manipulation could place at the disposal of politicians and policy people for a price. And that's already happened too. And getting back to Brzezinski, he said, now, now the public, now the public really expect the media to do the reasoning for them. So uh, that's how simple it is. We've all been uh, puffed up, you see. Oh, we're so intelligent. We're first world countries. And meanwhile, for, for many generations, they've taught you a lot of nonsense. We're actually pretty stupid. We're far stupid than, than a lot of people in Africa. They, they've had to be streetwise just to survive. But uh, uh, once you get a bit of the good life that's now getting taken away from you, you'll still believe in the fiction that your government is there for you. What a great trick, isn't it? So simple in such a short span of time. Now, I want to mention, too, the fact that most folk, again, uh, will never believe that there's chemtrails being sprayed above their heads every day. Even when you show them, they'll see them, and uh uh-huh, uh-huh, and they'll make every excuse of a squirm and everything else. But, you see, they will not believe you, because who are you? You're nothing. That They need Dan, rather, to come out publicly and tell them to be awfully, awfully concerned. That's how you get them concerned. They have to be told to be concerned, uh, and you tell them that they're being sprayed with noxious substances that don't bode any good for their health or, or, or even their way of thinking, because it will affect people eventually that way too. It already has. And we've seen this the, since the beginning of the daily spraying since 1998. We've seen uh, the skyrocketing of allergies. Now allergies are normal. And people who've never had allergies or even asthma in their life can get it in their 40s now. That's now normal too. Everything's suddenly become normal, everything that didn't exist before. And uh, and the medical staff go along with it too and, and play the perplexed game because they have no answers for it at all. And we also have the continuous bronchitis as well. And uh, after heavy spraying, you even have the, the metallic taste in your mouth sometimes. It's not really pleasant to go outside at all in that kind of uh, spray. But uh, this is worldwide, and I've got people who are pilots and other ones who work in other uh, departments of uh, air companies who go all over the world, and they tell me that the heaviest springs of all are going on over all major cities across the whole world. They do it in the rural areas too because they use the winds to travel over to, uh, over the towns and the cities, etc. as well. So it's well planned, well organized, and yet such a thing on this massive scale is kept quiet from the public. They will not discuss it at all. So there's a chemtrail rally, remember, in England. It's the 9th of July in Duxford, Cambridgeshire. Uh, and uh, it says here from this article, we're being sprayed like vermin from the air, yet our elected officials continue to deny this fact while our police officers turn away and ignore questions from concerned members of the public. By the way, the police are told that if anyone comes to them asking about the trails or pointing up at them, they'll have to just turn away and walk away. That, that is policy. 
It says, this is aerial spraying, which is poisoning our breathable air and contaminating our planet on a wide scale, including the food we eat, and it must be stopped with those who have perpetrated this crime against humanity. We must have them brought to, to justice, it says. It's mass genocide in the public across the world, which our politicians are all complicit in, unless they act accordingly by first answering our questions as to what is being sprayed almost directly into our lungs and what they intend to do to stop it. Now, I'll just interject here and mention something else. It was about 1995 or so, or 96, all the British Commonwealth countries and U.S. as well, um, passed a little resolution that all politicians and their families and high-level bureaucrats and their families now had access to top military hospitals. It wasn't explained why they were given this access. And it also, also tell you weren't that the hospitals we have for us are not good enough for them. Well, actually, I think it's all part of this thing too because these guys are obviously getting their, their, their blood cleansed in some way or another at special facilities, so that's part of it too. So remember, this chemical rally is the 9th of July in Duxford, Cambridgeshire, England, and uh, uh, hopefully lots of people will turn up there and be able to pass out flyers and, and, and try and try to inform other people what's going on. It's a sad thing, isn't it, when you get those blank stares and this folk coming out to see an, an air display, totally ignorant of anything in the world, and, um, and they look at you with those, you know... No comprende's eyes and uh, that blank stare. Uh, where do you start with them? Yeah. Where do you start? Even when their own children might be suffering, suffering now from sudden allergy onset or total allergy syndrome, it's hard to get through to them. Because the media should be telling them this. The media would tell them, obviously. It's, so, it's an honest system, the media. And that's how they're trained. And that's how the big boys can get away with it, too. And also, too, I've talked so many times about um, the from their own websites or articles or books from even 1920s or later on depopulation. They need to depopulate some, most countries. How could they do it? Charles Galton Darwin, in his book, The Next M- Million Years, talked about um, various ways of poisoning us uh, uh, in the food. Well, they have put the GM food out there with lots of pesticides in it, too. And uh, the water supply, well, we know our water supply, if you're in town supply at all, is full of various things, not just the, the, the usual ones that are mentioned, but various other things as well. They've even talked about putting lithium in it. Uh, no, no kidding, at world-level meetings. And maybe they have. But, I, but also, uh, Galton Darwin talks about uh, using hormones, and altering people's hormones. That way too, he said, the women become more masculine and the men would become more effeminate. Uh, but both actually would drop with their, with their fertility rate would plummet. And I've talked to guys before who are literally losing their sexual drive in their mid-twenties. Mid-twenties, around before they're 30 years of age, that they're losing the drive. They begin to lose interest. And here's one on women now from mainstream. One in 20 women hit by early menopause. Doctors baffled at rising numbers of under 40s affected women. Most of them are in their 30s now. More than one in 20 women go through an early menopause, which puts them at greater risk of heart attack, stroke, and bone disease in later life, warns researchers. Higher than expected numbers stop having periods before the age of 40 for no known medical reason, the studies found. 
Around 6% of women had an unexplained premature menopause, leaving them infertile at an early age. The figure is much higher than previous estimates, dating back to the 1980s. So it's working for the agenda's working well, right? As of low uh, as 1%. A further 2% had gone through an early menopause due to cancer treatment or surgery to remove the ovaries. And that's skyrocketing too. Women from the lowest social class are almost three times as likely to experience menopause before the the age of 40 than those from the highest social class. So that would give you a a, a link um, again with uh, the weaponized food that you're forced to eat at that level because you can't afford the good stuff. And uh, it says, the study at Imperial College London is one of the most comprehensive to be carried out into premature menopause. In the UK, the average age of menopause is 51 years when women's natural supply of estrogen dwindles and ovaries run out of eggs. The lack of estrogen means women lose their natural protection against heart disease and thinning bones. Anyway, as I say, the agenda's well on its way when folk are <laughs> becoming infertile in their 30s now. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, we're back cutting through the matrix and just to talk about two of the, about the computer, I said years ago the computer was put out there to do exactly what it's doing now. I actually said it would be to collect all data and eventually control people because everyone will be on it and eventually you'll, you'll have to be on it uh, by law that is and some countries already have your own personal website put up by the government so they can contact you just like Smith it was in 1984 by George Orwell. Same idea, it's all here pretty well. And uh, and one day, you know, some bureaucrat will be filling your, your screen there with his face or her face and telling you what to do, right down to exercising as well, just like 84. But uh, here's an article here. A patent filled by Microsoft reveals a company has voluntarily, voluntarily created software. You see, Microsoft and all these companies are all part of the NSA. The CIA, the NSA, and MI6 and various other organizations all have legitimate companies. Lots of front companies there, but they all belong to them. And they're out there for a purpose, of course. And it isn't until the time passes on do you actually find out what the purpose is. Well, we know what Microsoft is. And Bill Gates was pushed from the, from the top. No one could get near him to sue him. Every judge veered away from lawsuits because he was taking everyone else's patents. And in other words, he had a charmed life, an extra charmed life, obviously. And it was like Moses parting the water. The lawsuits just parted before him. And he was put to the top. And that's how you create a star. You see? Same idea. The right people behind you, big money, big power, and the NSA and the CIA and you're made a star. So a patent filled by Microsoft reveals a company has voluntarily created software that provides the government and other agencies seeking to spy on you with the ability to easily interpret uh, or intercept, uh, reroutes and record all forms of personal digital communication, including Skype calls, which are directly named in the patent. It says it seeks to give the company exclusive rights to intercept personal electronic communications and resend them directly to the government and other agencies. By filing the patent, Microsoft clearly shows they have voluntarily created the software instead of waiting for a government mandate to do so. The patent states that the government or one of its agencies may need to monitor communications and software acts as a recording agent that is being able to silently record the communication. 
And it goes on and on. And I'll put this link up for you to, to go through uh, and have a, a look yourself. It says the, the Gizmodo article on the patent points out that Microsoft appears to be trying to patent Skype spying. And Skype is only one of the things that can do this one. In fact, it's packet-based and all the rest of it. So that's what uh, it goes to the big boys. Because you see, you're not free. Just like I'll, I'll go back again and um, and mention that, that uh, at the beginning of the show, the guy who gave you gave you Bernays, who gave you the uh, League of help give you the League of Nations with uh, Wilson, President Wilson, and and gave you the Consumer Society. He gave you a few wars as well, by the way, because he was a great propagandist. And uh, he he said that democracy is just a, a farce. It's a front for skillful people with the right kind of scientists behind them. That psychologists now they're called neuroscientists to. Um, to manipulate the public, and it's worked awfully, awfully well. And all these gadgets and gimmicks are put out for you to grab up uh, all your sock puppet friends, people who don't even exist really, it's generally computer-generated. They collect all your data, even your personal data, because you think you're talking to a real person. Um, all that stuff was designed years ago, and we're just the fools who use them, but I'm not, thank goodness for that. And once I'm finished here, eventually I'll just toss the computer out the window because I will never be touching it again. I really don't need it. Now, there's callers on the line now. There's Ben from Ontario who's been hanging on from before the show started, actually. Uh, let's see if he's there. Hello, Ben. Hello. Hear me? Yes. Uh-huh. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, uh, my question has to do with uh, controlled opposition uh, within the conspiracy slash uh, truth uh, movement, um, are you familiar with a Charlie Veach from the Love Police? Who? Charlie Veach from the Love Police? Uh, no, no. I only, in fact, it's only yesterday someone sent me a link and I saw his picture for the first time, but so, it, so I, I knew nothing about him. Yeah. He's an activist uh, um, who just changed his mind about nine uh, eleven, and he mentioned that he was uh, flown to New York to do a documentary about 9-11 and that he had a chance to talk to some structural engineers and uh, uh, physicists and whatnot, and he basically uh, got his mind changed on the 9-11 uh, uh, situation. And I heard you mention on an Alex Jones show that uh, you were contacted by uh, the Rockefeller people to do a, uh, a talk at the World Citizenship uh, Organization. So... I'm um, just wondering um, how pervasive that is within the community, uh, conspiracy community. Um, well, well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, well, it's always been there, actually. Um, the first thing to realize is it's always been there. I mean, even um, Patriot Radio, going back as far as the 50s and 60s in the U.S., uh, the Toronto Star had a, an article on it years ago. Uh, the history of it, and it was set up initially by the CIA during the Cold War. And initially it was all Christian radio. They used Christianity as a front to whack the communists, you see, uh, and the propaganda from the communism. And uh, and personally, I don't think they ever gave it up, you know. I mean, why would you give up something that was a great tool? And when you read the works of uh, Sunstein, who has come out to say they must divide the patriot community as well, by um, basically interfacing with them uh, and, and then divide them, uh, then they haven't given up. They're actually doing that. And they can also get host against host, for instance. That's an old technique as well. Um, 
and you get very confused. And then they bring all kinds of, of uh, just hold on actually, it's quite an interesting topic, and, and we'll get into that when I come back from this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi folks, we're back and we're cutting through the Matrix talking to Ben from Ontario about basically the, 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 the shills you get inserted into the Patriot uh, community. Uh, and, and celebrity status, of, of course, is one that you always you tend to use because um, people, again, are already conditioned to almost worship the stars in this day and age. And uh, if they say something, it seems to be more important, must be more true than, than if, if your local plumber said the same thing. And even though they know more on a particular topic than the plumber, maybe the plumber knows more. But um, he's asking about the actual uh, Vich, who's actually an, is an actor, isn't he? No, he's an activist on YouTube. He's yeah. got his own channel, and, and he's done a very good job of it, actually. I, I was a follower of his, uh, watching what he's been doing for quite a while, uh-huh. and he was right on top of the 9-11 uh, truth movement. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he's, uh, he gets invited to do this documentary. He's in New York. Uh-huh. He's talking to different people, and he's completely changed his mind on, on his feelings for 9-11. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, because I saw you um, on an Alex Jones uh interview where you were at your house uh, talking about how you were contacted by various organizations and how they tried to persuade uh, people within the truth movement to, uh, I guess, uh, sort of join the dark side, so to speak. Oh, yeah. I, I've actually had letters from some well-known, um, very well-known um, characters who have big followings, uh, uh, calling me comrade, by the way, <laughs> and why, won't, won't you join us, comrade? And I know that they're, they're sent out there to literally uh, obfuscate the whole movements by c- causing so much confusion, and some half of them are chasing aliens and things like this. And uh, and I know why they're inserted there, and they're backed with big money. I've also had uh, one of the biggest um, shows that I have been on in the States, uh, a late-night one, uh, had the host tell me off the air if I just go easy First he says, he says, I can have you on every two weeks. You're one of the best guests I've ever had, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, he said, if you just go easy on the other um, uh, uh, guest chat rooms, they give you a special guest chat room so you meet the other guests, you know. Uh, just go easy on them. And I knew who he meant because, it, because they were, I'd already exposed them as frauds. And, uh, and so here you are. You're faced with the chance to, of, of being, uh, getting the biggest audience on the planet, and and uh, as long as you don't mention uh, the, the BS that's coming out of the mouths of the guys that are having you chase aliens and things, so, there's the, so that so that dropped right flat right there. That was I said no, I'm, I'm not going to fool the public, you know. And uh, a lot of folk would have taken the bait, you know. A lot of cash would roll in that way. You know? Right. What about what about shows like uh, Coast to Coast that that has a very large audience that that's on mainstream airwaves? Well, remember, first and foremost, they're, they're licensed under entertainment. Okay. And uh, under entertainment, mind you, they, they bring in the Patriot stuff, uh, but then the next night you'll have the alien stuff or an out-of-body experience or Bigfoots or Voices from Hell. You understand what a circus is? 
Would, would you say that ultimately it's, it's designed to make the truth movement look foolish in some sense then? If someone's listening to that night after night and they have, if they come into it with an idea of what's happening in the world and they start to believe these characters who come on uh, in that show, uh, you will be so muddied up in your brain. Uh, it's like a circus. You'll have the little man, the dwarf there. You'll have the elephant standing up, you know, and the whole bit. It says, you understand what a circus is? There's a lot out there that are like that. And these are, these are the intelligence circuses. Uh, so that when you come on and you're saying nothing but the facts, you're giving out facts and you're quoting from books, you're quoting from the Rand Corporation for the future, you're, you're, you're quoting from the United Nations and big players, the, the next night in comes the guy who captured an alien and put it in his fridge, but it got away. And so you're, you're lumped in, psychologically you're lumped in uh, with all the rest of them as another cook. Yeah, I, I've, yeah sorry I've to interrupt, but I've noticed that with, with people who... You know, I've talked to people about 9-11 and certain other things. And when that pastor in the States was with his end of the world thing, everybody just automatically assumed that I believed the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't, obviously. You know, that, that, That's correct. And, and that's what they'll do. When you start getting all um, people chasing aliens or, or literally thinking uh, uh, that their whole family are, are turning into reptiles and, and bite folks' heads off and drink their blood... Um, you're in trouble, obviously. Something's gone wrong somewhere. You know, you understand, um, yet you'll also have characters out there who are just raking in cash, you know, uh, but, but, but when you see them back with big, big cash behind them and lots of exposure, you got to understand that it takes a, it's a big machinery that launches you like that, a, a big machinery to launch you at that level, you know, very, very costly, yeah. Okay, well, uh, thanks for taking my call, Alan. Yeah, thanks for calling. But nothing's ever as it see, nothing is ever as it seems, and you have to start using your own heads. And uh, if you don't find the aliens behind it in Bernays talks, uh, or say that the, the likes of um, Bertrand Russell, a big player who designed this part of the system that you're living through now, with all of its changes, by the way, uh, if you don't find all of these things in his books, then obviously it's a more recent invention, I'd say. But although it's more fascinating to go into fiction and chase fantasy. And the politicians love it because, you see, you'll never catch an alien uh, to waterboard and get the truth out of. Which, so, that, so everyone's looking for flying saucers and aliens. Meanwhile, the politicians are walking in every week and sending your sovereignty away. <laughs> and they're left alone. That's <laughs> beautiful. Now we'll go to Sam from Toronto as well. Sam's there. Hello? Yes, Mr. Watt? Yes. How you doing today? Thanks for having me on. Yep. I just wanted to uh, get uh, your opinion on on this uh, matter, uh, which I basically have been studying or thinking about, i sure, just like you have uh, most of your life. But um, here's where there's basically, um, this is where more opinion comes in. I wanted to get your fact on wh- what do you think the agenda of the elite is in terms of their, their end of, their end um Purpose is it a more philosophical? Um, do they take a philosophical direction? How they stated in their, I guess, in their books about their belief system, how they're tied into the New Age, uh, New Age movement, all that, and how they believe an Antichrist or or, or Maitreya, or, or I don't know if you've uh, well, obviously you've heard of that uh, 
Yeah, I know about that. Or, or do you think it's going to go that way, or are they? This is a slow, painful depopulation. I mean, that globalization of, of finally over 20, 30 years of getting everybody or everybody in the world, all the countries under one rule or the new w, uh, new world order that I've been talking about, or, or either under the face of the UN, or the way they've been going at it for the G20, maybe it's the G50 next. And they, they make it like, what I'm trying to say, which direction do you, you think it's going to go? Well, now they don't have to worry too much about bringing you the Maitreyas, etc., so much. They, they, they've done so many studies over the past few years, they realize we're, we've never been so dumb as we are now. But we really never have been so dumb. Uh, most folk question nothing at all. They just accept everything that's, that's put down the pike from government. And, um, and so they're on a roll. Uh, now, the depopulation, they, they do want to speed up, so they're not going to be philosophical about it. And they will eventually, uh, you know, start putting in... They've already put in school the fact that each mouth that comes into the world is going to take resources and breathe out CO2. And you've already had young girls come forward in the States asking to be sterilized to save the world. Uh, but, uh, but in reality, they're going to step up the killing rate now. And that's what... It's already here, actually, because I've talked to surgeons as well. And uh, there's so many new uh, cancers just breaking up. I've never worked the same as old cancers. These things literally grow to the size of melanin in a melanin in a, t- a couple of days. I mean, it's literally incredible. So many that they can't even name anymore. They don't even bother. And it's been like that for the last seven years. So we're, we're going down quickly now with this GM food, uh, the water, uh, this heavy, heavy spraying. We even know that Monsanto um, put a patent out on a seed to allow it to, it said it would allow it to grow in highly aluminous, aluminized soil because aluminum is also part of the spray stuff that is coming down as it kills most plants off. So um, they're speeding up that. Rockefeller Foundation uh, with the Lucky Gene Club, Oprah Winfrey, uh, all the big boys, the multi-billionaires, got together. I read it on the air from the the Arctic mainstream. They said, uh, we've got to step up the killing now. Step it up. It's going too slow. They said, um, we we must speed up the the killing and depopulation process. Instead of relying on the old method of, of going across the world, pretending to help people, basically, by sterilizing them, uh, they want to really spread it across the world very quickly. A kill rate, the kill rate must be stepped up. So this is all. This this, this will happen. Most folk won't men, won't notice. They'll notice folk in the street dying off and think nothing of it, because we're not connected with each other anymore. Uh, so that's already uh, underway. They don't really need some top guru to come along and tell us all wonderful things uh, and say that it's a Maitreya or whatever. You know, a Maitreya. Remember, and the Hindu simply means uh, uh, a master. That's, that's all it really means. Uh, not, not, not a messiah, but a master. And technically, anyone that follows the religion, if they go high enough, can become a master. You know? yeah. uh, thanks uh, for the info. But, uh, I mean, just looking around, I mean, all over the world, like it's the world is at a tipping point. All the mass riots in Europe, mm-hmm. Asia, in Africa, the killings, the HIV, the cancer. I mean... Yeah. It's, it looks like it's, I mean, it's going to tip over one of these days. You think well, well, here's, a th- here's a thing here, because people don't realize all the governments have been militarizing your police for the last 30 years now. And if you go back into the writings of 30 years ago, 
and documentation for militaries and for governments, etc., uh, that's when they started putting all the little laws forward, for starting with SWAT teams that would then become multi-jurisdictional task forces like they have in Canada, where your certain cops are allowed to go over to Iraq or, or Afghanistan, kick doors down and kill people and get used to the idea. Then they come back uh, into the special forces. For the, We have special forces in the police here. And, uh, and so that for 30 years they're building this up uh, for the time they knew would come when they start inflating currency, uh, destroying currencies, hyperinflation, because it's all controlled. It's the same guys that bring you inflation can declare out a window like they're all family tomorrow. It's now deflation uh, if they want to. And money's a joke and a con that they simply use as a tool. So um, we have to go into uh, austerity, planned austerity. They know the riots are coming. And uh, it's coming in the States as well, but they've been preparing for 30 years because the plan was made long before that to bring us to the... They're, they're working by plans that work in 10 and 50 uh, and 20 and 30 years for different parts of the agenda. And we're, we're right on board now with the, with the collapsing, apparent, apparently collapsing countries and we'll also have NATO, the NATO countries coming in and UN troops to, to help in Canada, for instance, with uh, restoring order, uh, rationing the food, spreading the food out and so on. We've had practices in Canada already. Uh, some of the, the bases here have had Russians working here for years uh, from, from, the, the, from Russia. Uh, I talked to some of them once. They were all officers. And they were over here learning the civic laws of Canada. Now, the civic laws are the ones that you use. You're climatizing foreigners who will be in, lead, in charge of troops uh, how far they can go with the, with the civil rights and so on of other people in this country. Uh, we've had Chinese troops here as well doing the same thing, officers, and all kinds of ones from the ex-Soviet bloc. So these things aren't done for fun. They're done for possibilities or probabilities, as sometimes they'll tell you. Uh, so... Nothing that's happening today wasn't planned a long time ago, and they really want to get an awful lot done by 2012. Uh, and 2010 to 2012 really was their target dates for bringing the United Nations up to its full power as a, a, a kind of a leader in the global governance movement. Uh, that's militarily, where they can just tell countries to go to war with other countries, and that's what uh, Obama uses in his use to go off uh, to Libya, by the way that the United Nations had given him authority, he didn't have to use Congress. And um, they're also to be brought up economically as well, in charge of the, the world's economy. And the UN, if you look at its own charter, they said eventually they will distribute, they distribute the food to all the regions in the world. So you will have food distribution and quotas given to each region, and that includes Canada as well. Even if this stuff originally came from Canada, it must go to the UN authorities first. That's all on the cards for the next few years. By 2050, they hope to have it all done. A lot of us killed off, died off, uh, or gone infertile and simply died off. And they hope to have their, their vastly reduced population and a global governance. And then after that, they want to go into small city-states. No more countries. They'll have withered away, as Karl Marx said and Lenin said. And they just have these massive city-states, very high-tech, with all the right kind of people in it, the right genes. <laughs> and that literally is from their own writings, uh, various various books I've read from from the top guys. Yeah. Is it safe to say then uh, the legend of the Illuminati is the truth? 
how they formed in the late 1700s, how they wanted to take over the world. And it, uh, you, you think it all goes to back, or is that you think is is just the romantic legend? Uh, this is just it's, it's been blown out of proportion by again conspiracy theorists, and again generally the fake ones. But there definitely has been. Uh, 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 to understand, everyone who comes out of university belongs to the alumni. The alumni is just the, you're illumined, you're illumined, you see. And then, then you have uh, the right of perfection, the Scottish right of Freemasonry, the right of perfection. That means you're also illumined, you know. Some of them, some of them have the rights of illumination and so on. It means awake and, and bright. However, there's no doubt about it. There are cabals. There's a cabal for the banking business, international banking. And they met in the 1700s initially. And they were already the moneylenders, and uh, they, they, they formed their own clique uh, to control the world via money and commerce and the control of money through central banking, which is private banking. Uh, so that's one group, but they also work with the other groups as well uh, for, for global dominance. You have other ones that literally are eugenicists. They truly believe in specific races should, should survive and the rest should die off. Uh, like H.G. Wells, he used the same list as the economist um, John Stuart Mill used in the 1700s of peoples that would be allowed to go into the new and the ones who should not be allowed to go into the new world uh, because uh, they were too inferior. So H.G. Wells came out with a book called A Modern Utopia. You should read that one as well. In the 1920s, I think he wrote that. And pretty well, he goes through the whole thing right down to how they get rid of the inferior types uh, they thought about sterilizing them, and then they sterilized them and let them just die off in, in old age. So they, weren't, they didn't just kill you. They sterilized you and let you live until you just died at natural age, but you didn't produce any offspring. So um, a totally controlled society um, with the right kind of people in it. So that's this stuff has been reiterated so many times by big players. And you remember that H.G. Wells was a front man for... Uh, what became known as the Royal Institute of International Affairs or the CFR. But uh, thanks for calling. We'll be back with more after this break. Hi, folks. We're back and we're cutting through the matrix. And just before I go to the last caller, I'll put the, the link up on the General Assembly of the United Nations. It says, consider strengthening the role of the United Nations in economic global governance. On June 28th, debate panelists proposed giving the United Nations Economic and Social Council power on economic issues similar to the Security Council and a stronger voice vis-a-vis the G20. So basically, they're going to be basically ruling over the G20 now as well. That's what that really means. And I'll put that link up for you tonight. Another link to is uh, why did the police have tanks, the strange and dangerous militarization of the U.S. police force. There were helicopters, like Cobra helicopters and everything. They're putting tanks out now, and uh, they're letting some of them be visible in some of the U.S. states because they're all prepared for what's to come down the road. As I say, they've been preparing for this for 30 years. Uh, Every country has been. Uh, Now, there's Joe from Seattle on the line. Are you there, Joe? Is that Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers by ZZ Tosher Plant? That's it, yep. Anyhow, uh, thanks for having me on, uh, Mr. Bennett. I was it, it, it's Alan. It's, it's what? <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, given that we're living under the uh, uh, protocols of Zion, you know, I believe that. I think that's true. I was wondering your opinion. I'd rather hear you talk than have have the public listen to me. I'd rather have your opinion. What do you think about, first of all, Bobby Sands, and second of all, Hezbollah? Well, the fact is, I mean, the protocol, strangely enough, uh, regardless of whoever wrote it, the fact is it certainly was a, a plan pretty well spot on with uh, someone was awfully good at predicting what was going to happen, eh? And, um, and much of it, too, was coming out at the same time. Much of the similar stuff, again, was coming out from, again, uh, recognized authors like H.G. Wells, by the way, on this kind of future. So um, it's up to debate who actually penned the whole thing. We, we can never ever prove it. Regardless, but the fact is, this guy was awfully good at predicting what was coming down the pike for a totalitarian type society. But um, where, where do you want to actually go with the Hezbollah? You know? Well, I mean, like the protocols of Zion are like the, uh, not all Jews, but certain factions of Jews are controlling the earth. And it, yeah, I think people that you know understand that. Well, there's, there's no about, doubt. What, there's what, no what, doubt. I mean, okay, just about as, as far as defense against that, defense against that, I don't want to mention Germany, but I mean, you know, Germany went to war with the Jews, but I want like, it's, the, it's like Bobby Sands, I would like your opinion on Bobby Sands' style of resistance and also on Hezbollah's style, because they're, I mean, Hitler, Bobby Sands, and Hezbollah were all fighting uh, the same, the same entity, which is like a, a corrupt usury banking system. You've got, you got, you got to understand, so that previous caller was talking about there, um, how certain agencies were formed around the 1700s. You already had, you already had an international royal family. Here's, here's dynasties who simply inherit their wealth, and they marry each other, intermarriage, hold on to power by doing so. You also did have a, a high-level uh, Jewish cabal of international lenders, that had risen up to the very tops. They controlled nations' currencies, uh, and the Rothschilds were, were one of the big families there. And those same families today still lend to whole nations. So, and they also held on to money by intermarrying, especially within their own families. So you do have particular royal-type families across the world in all areas of controlling it. We also have the same thing with those who control the major holdings in all the food industries across the world. So you're looking at a club, and that's generally what people refer to when they're talking about the Illuminati. Now, from Hamish Massiard from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me, your God, or your gods go with you.